We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Two days until the Giants kick off the season against the Cowboys. The Giants got them in the home of New York Giants football. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's a football Friday. I know the Yankees just played and lost. I went to the game. I saw that alien kid homer. That was cool. But even the Martian couldn't save the Yankees tonight. Womp, womp, womp. Back-to-back losses? They don't mean anything. So don't pout about it. Don't, Don't be down about it. This is how the week would end. I was driving back from the stadium cracking up, thinking about BT coming in riding high on on Tuesday, (laughs) doing the math like, so you're saying there's a chance. Wait, wait now. They sweep the Tigers, didn't do that. If they sweep the Brew Crew, didn't do that. I was pleasantly surprised how many Milwaukee Brewers hats, jerseys, how many Milwaukee actual Wisconsin people were in there. Transplants. I, I doubt that they made the trip just for this series. Maybe they did, though, because that's a first-place team over there. If you've been listening, I said that. Like, uh... They're facing the Tigers. They couldn't sweep the Tigers last week. They couldn't sweep the Tigers this week. Here comes a first-place team. Um, you know, I hope they compete. hope the kids can keep it going. You know, it's it's been a week now, and it kind of wore off a little bit. WFM played me. I don't know whose responsibility it was to come up with the clips, uh, but they played me. I was listening to Evan and Tiki. Today, and I hear uh, Keith, uh, Keith McPherson at night. How's the drop go? It was something like me saying, um, you know, the kids coming up doesn't do anything for me. I'm still stuck in this miserable failed season. <laughs> and honestly, I think that clip was from before we knew Dominguez was coming up. I think that was when we knew Peraza and Pereira was coming up. But you, you see what I'm saying, though? Like, the reality, you can't run from the reality. I'm in Yankee Stadium, and it's light. It's light in there. What do I mean by it's light in there? It's light in there where, you you know, when Willie Adamas, who I can't stand Willie Adamas. Yankee fans remember him uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays. Willie Adamas. You know, I I couldn't stand that guy in 2020. He was just like jumping over the dugout and hot dogging too much. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I think he's got either the most home runs uh, out of the shortstops in the NL. But he's got 24. Cranks one tonight, and you can hear the Milwaukee Brewer fans in the stadium because there wasn't that many people there on a Friday night, one of the last Friday nights in the Boogie Down Bronx. Oh, well, I'll be darned. Attendance was 37,115. I don't know where all those folks were, but 
it didn't feel like that walking around. It didn't feel like that um, in different sections. Felt lighter. Felt lighter. Hold on one second. I have to sneeze. You didn't hear the sneeze because I turned the mic off. Um, but you had to hear the dead air for a bit. I know you guys want to talk about the game. I know you guys want to complain about the game. I hope Sevy's all right. You know, that's I, that's tough. I just watched his post game. He's like, I feel like I got shot. Like, this guy, that's adding uh, injury to insult. Like, he's had a rough season. The worst season of his life. And uh, it may be over. But, you know, pack it up. It's okay. It's okay. 16 hits? Eight runs? Yeah, that's tough, man. The The Brewers are coming off of the Pittsburgh series, right? They're on a little road trip here, a little East Coast swing. They go to Pittsburgh. They drop that series. Pittsburgh playing the spoiler. The Yankees can still play spoiler, come back and win tomorrow, and then you got Cole versus Corbin Burns on Sunday. Tomorrow is old-timers day. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to make it up there. That's why I went tonight. Get up there early. Enjoy it. But there's no game being played. We've been scammed out of that, too. Let the, let the kids play. Let the grown men play. Let the old men go and, and show us what they can do still. I don't know. I haven't been to an old-timers day since 2015. It doesn't hit the same when they're not playing. Remember Mariano, how competitive he used to be? Remember Swisher getting something like, I don't know, I, I want to see the game. I want to see an old-timers game. That's something unique. Well, it was uh, until they stopped doing it. The Mets did it last year, then they're not doing it. Speaking of the Mets and Carlos Correa, the one that got away. Revenge game. Carlos Correa goes deep on his former team. You, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Did he hit his watch? Did he tap his watch to tell you what time it was? He seems fine. He seems like he's uh, not limping around or anything. He seems like his leg is intact. His ankle is intact, but he had 232 batting average. He cranks his 18th homer of the year. Kodai Senga pitched well. Kodai Senga pitched well enough to get the win, but you can't get the win if uh, you end up giving up three more runs. Ultimately, you guys know these games don't matter, man. We're just going through the motions. If they win, it's great, and we try to find positives. And, you know, the kids, we talk about Brett Beatty or Alvarez or Vientos, Mauricio, but when they lose, it's just like a... You know, you can't run from it. It's it's a hard look in the mirror that the season's over. They're not going to make a run. Moral victories are for minor leaguers. This is the major leagues. This is New York, which was supposed to be the mecca of baseball this year, right? The year that baseball returned to New York, a, a ton of hype after we had a 101-win team and a 99-win team. And Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. The Mets lose to the Twins, who are most likely going to the postseason, most likely going to be winners of the Central, another first-place team. Look at how, how that lines up. The National League team the National League team in New York goes to play the first-place team in the AL Central. The American League team in New York hosts the first-place team from the NL Central, and both lose. Reality check that there are just some better teams out there, and they get it done. They find ways to win, and our Mets and our Yankees have found ways to lose time and time again. It's a broken record. But when I say don't believe the hype, that, seg that segues us perfectly into exactly where we're headed 
this weekend. I, I feel like, you know, the Yankees cooling off with back-to-back losses, the Mets losing. It's just like, okay, you're going into the NFL weekend. You're going into week one, and you can focus all of your energy and attention on your football team, whether it's the Jets or the Giants or another team. It's just like, all right, the, you know, the baseball is done here. Don't believe the hype. Tonight, we're going to talk about the Jets. We're going to talk about the Giants. It is not that easy in year two of a rebuild. To, it's year two of a rebuild for the Giants. It's I guess it's two or three for the Jets. It is not that easy to just acquire talent, put names together, put players together, and expect them to go on the field and execute. Expect them to go on the field and produce, especially week one, which is the first time they really strap it up and go out there and play hard and play fast and play a real NFL game. I mean, we saw it last night. We saw it last night. The the Chiefs did not execute. They dropped the ball. They didn't convert. And they got beat. And I would love to see the Giants win. I would love to see the Jets win. But I don't think they can both win. Sunday night football, Monday night football, it's a setup. They set us up. I don't know. I, I always say the Cowboys are America's team to laugh at because there's been so many primetime games where the Cowboys have been embarrassed, but I don't, I don't feel like the Cowboys are going to be embarrassed on Sunday Night Football. I feel like they have some matchups and some weaknesses, obviously, on both sides for the you know Jets. Uh, the same thing with the Bills. We're all just speculating on paper. Oh, corners versus receivers, D-line versus O-line. Uh, this coach calling plays, or this nobody knows until we see it, and that's why we watch. That's why we're so excited for this. That's why we're anticipating this. But O and O, these are the last days of O and O. Well, I mean, we could be looking at O and one teams next week going into week two. Both teams could be O and one. I'll give you my picks. I don't believe that's going to happen. Somebody's got to win in New Jersey on Sunday night, Monday night, right? The Yankees can't lose, the Mets can't lose, and the Jets and the Giants lose. But it's going to be turned up. It's going to be fun. I'll see you at MetLife Stadium Sunday night. I'll be on air Monday night after the game. Call me up, 877-337-6666, with your thoughts on the Giants, on the Jets, on the Cowboys, on the Bills, on week one. What I plan to do in this next couple hours, I'm on till two, is take your calls on the Yankees, Luis Severino, the Martian, you know, I was in there, I heard the fire Cashman chance, I heard the sell the team chance, and they're just, I don't know, they're weak now. It's just a hurt fan base, a sad fan base, the reality of a failed season, and it's just still here. We're still going through it. On the Mets side, it is what it is. 64 to 76, I just said to Connor in the newsroom, jokingly, I'm like, okay, well, the Yankees now fall a game below 500 again. What are, what are they fighting for here? Just... Just finish with a better record than the Mets, and I think that's going to happen. 877-337-6666. We got to talk football. There are injuries that are going to affect games this week. If you're a gambling man, you should definitely know that. If you watched the game last night, clearly the injury to Travis Kelsey had an effect on the outcome of that game. There are some guys that are just not ready to go for week one. There's some guys that are going to be missing. We'll talk about it. We'll... Do the matchups. Like I said, we'll look at, okay, these rookie corners for the Giants matching up against these veteran receivers on the Dallas Cowboys. Do we think that's enough to swing it in one direction or not? Offensive line, right? Tyler Smith from the Dallas Cowboys. 
he's not ready for week one. So his backup will be going. Do we think that that gives uh, Dexter Lawrence and the G-Men an advantage with the Jets and the Bills? The Bills have been the dominant team in the division. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. You know, they won't have Von Miller. Do we think that the Jets' offensive line will be able to survive week one against the Bills? I think they could survive. I don't know how effective they're they're going to be. Makai Becton has an illness going into the game. I'm sure he'll shake it and he'll play. He's got a few days. Dwayne Brown you haven't seen much of. He's a vet, but, like, hey, they're about to kick that ball in the air and it's about to get real, real soon. Uh, Vera Tucker, we know he's a dog, but... He hasn't played in a while. This is his first real game in a long time. So things have to come together. Sauce Gardner matching up with Stefan Diggs or whoever is split out there for the Bills. Garrett Wilson, is he going to be able to get open, use his speed, break some big plays? Aaron Rodgers, avoiding the rush, staying clean, staying upright. It's It's coming up, folks. I can't wait. I can't wait for the NFL this weekend. It's just like perfect timing. As we're going through the last bit of motion with the Mets and the Yankees, as their seasons are coming to an end in the next couple weeks, we have a fresh NFL season, and this is the last of the speculating. This is the last of the hype. Now we have like actual tangible evidence to look at for our takes and our thoughts, and uh, I'm excited for it, man. It's it's needed. This this season can't end soon enough for Major League Baseball for the the teams in New York for the Mets. And the Yankees. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. Call the show. I'd love to talk to you. Obviously, I got no guests. It's a Friday night to end the week, a football Friday. Just trying to run through the tape, have a good show, and connect with you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guys, when this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Although things are going to change next year, we're going to move across the street. There are a few things with the New York Yankees that never change. That's pride, it's tradition, and most of all, we have the greatest fans in the world. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome. The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigo Big Shot of the Night. Can't go to anyone from the Mets or the Yankees, so I'm going with the team that I'm rooting for the rest of the way to win it this year. Ronald Acuna Jr. and the Atlanta Braves. Ronald Acuna Jr. hits another homer, so uh, he moves closer to the MVP title. I think he should be the National League MVP. The guy tonight um, goes two for four or three for four with two RBI. Another homer, 35th homer. This guy, I don't know, he might get 40 bombs on the year and uh, have a ridiculous stat sheet going into the postseason. And the Braves win. The Braves go and handle business against the Pirates. 
They win 8-2, to two, Ronald Acuna Jr. I'll give it to you. You know, Last night, it was Brian Branch because we had an NFL game. And I look forward to having NFL games to give Casamigos big shot of the night to. Uh, I can't can't give it to anybody on our losing baseball teams. You don't get awarded, man. I'm I'm tired of the moral victories. I was saying that last night, and I said it today. It's like we're how do, how far have we fallen from grace? We're looking for moral victories. Oh, the kids, and oh, well now they're they're kicking butt, and you know, like stop it, stop it. It is what it is. They came up short. They failed, and we're on to the next. Fingers crossed for next year. You know, and I, I was just hearing Derek Jeter talk about we're going to go across the street. We're going to make new memories. I was talking to some people at the game tonight. Uh, shout out to Andrew Levy in the perfect suite. Ricky over there holding it down. Batista in the suite. And as I was leaving, you know, to get down here, I'm like, ah, next year. We're on the next year. But Jeter, you know, Jeter used to say he hated to hear next year. Next year? I don't want to hear you'll get him next year. You know how long that is? 12 months is a long time. Want it now. You're supposed to try and win now. So another wasted year. On to the football talk. Um, it's week one. Place your bets. We'll look through it. I have the uh, spreads and the odds, and I'll throw out my um, my picks. They don't matter. If you want to keep track at home of the WFAN hosts and what we pick, especially week one, nobody has any intel, really. No one knows. There's going to be upsets, I'll tell you that. Some teams that you think are guaranteed to win, like the Kansas City Chiefs, they're just not going to win. The witching hour is going to hit. Losses become wins. Wins become losses. So if you want to make some crazy parlays and bets, I always say week one is the week to do it. Let's get into the conversation with the callers. Ross is on Ber- Rock- Ross is in Bergen County. Ross is on the fan every day. What's up, Ross? Hey, what's going on, Keith? Been a couple days. Uh, school just started up for me, so I haven't been able to call. But what's going on there? You know, just you know, went to the stadium, saw the Yankees give up a bunch of hits, runs, back-to-back three-run innings, and I'm like, ah, yeah. Yeah, but was it uh, March to number four now, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. I did get to see the Alien Kids' fourth career homer. It was cool to see. I'm not going to lie. It was cool to see. But the and game that I had went to before was Aaron Judge's three-homer night, and I'm like, that should have been my last game of the season. Meanwhile, you got the baby Mets, both of them on the left side of the infield, can't feel the goddamn wild pitch, and that's what drove in the game-winning run out in many. Yeah, but, I saw know, that clip. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. It's like, you know, how how mad can you get? How frustrated can you get? It it, it doesn't mean anything. Good for well, the Twins. Um, they're getting, they're getting uh, another win for their conquest to be a first-place team and a postseason team. Well, I'm storing some gray hairs for this Sunday. I, you know, I'm just preparing for Baker Mayfield to just stomp up and down the field, up in the bank. You want to talk about Minnesota? Mm. I mean, you want to talk about a disaster yesterday, man. Um, you know, every fast. You look at this Detroit team. And right off the bat, I'm going to say, too, I, I think I called it to you a couple times, and I know you have Minnesota on record winning the division, too. I think Minnesota's getting hella disrespected because every, everything – People are pointing at Detroit too. They're saying, "Oh, you know, look at you know the offense, Jared Goff. You know, you got Amon Ross, St. Brown. You look at the defense. Everyone points to how bad Minnie's defense was last year. Thirty-first in yards allowed per game. Guess who thirty-second was? None other than the Lions. I mean, obviously they got Hutchinson's looking like he's going to break out. They bring in Gardner Johnson, but that defense was legit towards the bottom right there in Minnesota. And people talking about you know losing Kendricks and and Pat Peterson and you know Zadarius Smith." But would it matter when they had all of them lined, lining up last year and that D-line meant nothing because they had Ed Donatel 
who couldn't get out of his own way. Now, I have more faith in Brian Flores, but obviously people say, you know, losing all those guys, and when they had him last year, they were a generationally bad defense. But it yeah. just feels like time and time again. Ross, I, I can't wait for this to start so we can stop talking yeah. about last year, you know? Like, we we do that well, too much. It's natural. But, like, what but, last year's football season had, like, the Lions beating the Chiefs last night had nothing to do with the great finish that the Lions had at the end of the year last year. They have a bunch of different players, right? The guy that intercepted the ball and ran it into the end zone was a rookie. He was on Alabama last year. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who you mentioned, he was in the Super Bowl with the Eagles last year. Their running back was at Alabama last year. David Montgomery was with the Bears. Like, there are different guys on the team. It's a different season. Well, we got some new guys. We got Davenport. I think I saw somewhere he's questionable to play on Sunday. We got uh, Byron Murphy from Arizona. Pretty solid picker. I think Flores was the pickup of the – well, Addison's looking solid too, but the offense is set. You look at Brian Flores. I mean, even when he got fought, got canned from Minnesota uh, – Miami, rather. I mean, that was that took the, the, the NFL world by storm. People couldn't believe it. Cause it seemed like he had that – you know, had a cushion there for a couple more years. And, you know, he goes to Pittsburgh for a year. And wins this job over, and you look at it, you know, dating back to a couple of uh, DCs, was it like 06 when we had Mike Tomlin as the DC? So who knows, man? I mean, I think that's a pretty solid pickup. And speaking of Pittsburgh, I know you brought up a couple times, but I saw I heard Boomer bring it up. I think Pittsburgh's really going to shock the world this year. I see them going on a lot. Yeah, it, it, there's just a lot of signs pointing to them being more competitive yeah. than people realize, definitely better. Than last year, yeah, you get them at like plus four hundred odds because that division's wide open. I think they had like Baltimore was like the second, second uh, lowest odds. I think if anything, they're the on man out. Obviously, you know every year they find a way to be competitive, but was it two years now? Basically, looks like L- Tyler Huntley. Lamar Jackson wins starter. games, and now he's finally yeah, got a but- ton of weapons around him. I like the offensive coordinator. I, I think they've got talent on defense. Off, I, I think the Ravens. I picked the Ravens to win that division. I'm excited to see them play. Really? They've got some game well, breakers too. Obviously, you got Cincy, and you know, even you look at Cleveland too. You know, Watson. You know, off the field stuff aside, we you know a couple of years ago. I think some people forget how good he was with Houston. What was it like three, four years ago? They had that that playoff game up in. Yeah, yeah if if he can return to what he was years ago, I I don't think he can. And they're looking pretty good. Then too. yeah, then they're in great shape. But uh, yeah. But uh, like you said, man, you know, there's this Sunday slate coming up. I had a couple of picks on my foot uh yesterday. had a two-leg parlay of Mahomes, 18-and-a-half rushing yards. Basically, Smart. felt like a given. I wished, yeah, I wish I did that as a straight bet. And I had Goff over 258 uh, passing yards. I think it was at like 253. It was like a five-yard difference. I got yeah, burned on that. just under. And I had the, yeah, so it was brutal for ball. You know, you see people with, with the uh, – Tony, anytime touchdowns, you know, technically. I had it in two parlays, Kadarius Tony. I'm like, they they always give him the ball in the red zone. He's got a nose for the end zone. Not last night. He threw the game. He had had a parlay with the Lions, Moneyline, Amon Ra, anytime touchdown, and uh, he took the uh, under for his receptions. He he threw that game. They're they're investigating him right now. They're investigating him and everybody he's ever texted. To see if they got some type of scheme going on. He blew that game. He threw the game for Kansas City last night. He no, was terrible. You hear, you hear Mahomes trying to back him up after the game. I heard the Guangdong Tigers, Shanghai Sharks are looking for a wide at this time. <laughs> well, they got to do that. Paulie was just saying to me, like, why'd they keep going to him? I'm like, that's what that's what they do in football. Like, quarterbacks say, hey, I'm going to need you. I'm going to come right back to you. We saw it with the rookie, Rasheed Rice. He, he dropped the first pass that was thrown to him, but then he ends up yeah. having his first NFL touchdown. 
Even McKinnon had a couple drops. I mean, that just goes to show. It's the jitters, man. It's the different feeling of the bright lights and the speed of an NFL game and the energy of the crowd. It's not practice anymore. It's not preseason anymore. You're back in it. And I think a lot of times, like we saw last night, it's like there's this effect on players that are, these are the best players in the world. Even Andy Reid said, he's like, I, I watch these guys practice. They always hold on to the ball. They didn't last think- night. It was a big game. It's a kickoff to the season. They froze in the moment. They did not execute. That can happen any given Sunday. Yeah, you're right. You think this, uh, this you, you see Kansas City kind of look liable without Jones down on the field. You think this kind of speeds up a contract agreement now that they see, you know, he's basically, they basically. I mean, I would. I, you know, I, I would want to get the band back together. I would want yeah. Chris Jones in practice today. You know, it's going into so week two, they have extra time to prepare for week two. Uh, and they've got the Jaguars. The Jaguars aren't aren't a slouch. They're a playoff team, and they faced them in the playoffs last year. Jaguars are going to be looking for revenge, and I'd want Kelsey yeah, to but- rehab and and get ready to go too. Hey, we're we're the defending champs. We're supposed to be a dynasty. You know, we got to go. Well, they got to lock it down. You look in the long scheme of things too. You know, Detroit. You know, people talking about you know the one score game, kind of like you know, kind of game back to net last year again. You know, that was kind of the. The vendetta against Minnesota was all the 11 and 0 in the one score games. Well, right off the bat, Detroit has one. I won't give them the no Kelsey, no Jones. You play who's on the field with you. But now you're looking, you know, the rest of that division, people are saying that division's, you know, up in the air too. I even see people saying Chicago, Green Bay got a chance. And Detroit gets Kansas City right out of the way, week one, and that's a win. I don't really see many. Everybody's got a chance. You know, nobody nobody had the Giants doing what they did last year, and they started off with a great win. In week one. Thanks for the call, Ross. We got to go to a break here. 877-337-6666. I want to look at all the matchups. I want to look at the Titans-Saints game. The Jaguars-Colts. You just heard Ross talking about Tampa and the Vikings. He also mentioned that 49ers game in in Pittsburgh. That's an intriguing matchup. Uh, There's plenty of matchups to talk about. Let's get to the break. When we come back, more football talk right after this. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Right back at it on The Fan. Friday night vibe. Almost Saturday. Keith McPherson on The Fan till 2 a.m. It's a football Friday into Saturday. Let's continue the conversation. 877-337-6666. Tell me what's on your mind. Jets fans, Giants fans, this is it. These are the last of days. You're getting that itch. It's about to get real. And when it gets real, it can get real good. It can also be real bad. And that's why we love the the NFL. That's why we love football. That's why we love to watch the games, go to the games. It's intense. That atmosphere is going to be crazy both nights for the Giants fans, for the Jets fans at Giants Stadium, at Jet Life Stadium. The whole world will be watching nationally televised games on NBC and ESPN. Can't hide. It's time. Uh, A couple injuries, you know, on the uh, Giants and Cowboys game, right? So the Darren Waller injury, I don't really think is an injury. Uh, Darren Waller has been added to the injury report with a hamstring issue and is now questionable to play Sunday night. He's questionable. He's going to play. This is a guy that wants to make his debut with the Giants. This is a guy um, 
who is going to be a big part of their offense. They need him. He's not going to miss that game. And for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about who's going to cover Darren Waller. Their safeties. They're going to be missing a safety. Donovan Wilson has a calf injury. He's out. And then left guard, first-round draft pick two years ago, Tyler Smith, has a hamstring in injury. They're both doubtful. If you're doubtful, you're not going to play unless there's some kind of miracle uh, between now and Sunday night. Tyron Smith, who has a long injury history, he's got an ankle. And Sam Williams, Sam Williams is the guy that uh, got arrested, was speeding, had, I think, marijuana in the car or something like that. And Jerry Jones just, like, laughed it off and said, oh, well, I, you know, how fast was he going last year? How fast was he going this year? Oh, he made some improvement. He's not speeding as fast, so. <laughs> a couple injuries there. Obviously, Graham Gano just got paid, just got extended, a three-year contract extension. I think Graham Gano is one of the best kickers in the NFL, the New York field goal giants. You don't want to see the New York field goal giants, but with an offense, as I'm talking about pieces coming together, an offense that I think has guys like Saquon, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt that can give you some big plays, but maybe an offense that's not a cohesive unit yet that hasn't been in that many battles. I know they had that one uh, preseason drive that looked crisp. It looked perfect, but everything's not going to go perfect. When things don't go perfect, you got to get in the field goal range and you got to get three points. And I think that they will with Graham Gano Sunday. I am definitely worried, worried about Brandon Aubrey. If you don't know who Brandon Aubrey is, that's because he's brand new. He is the Cowboys kicker. Um, he's a rookie, and he used to play soccer, and I believe he was in the USFL last season. He's, you know, gone from Major League Soccer to USFL, I think CFL. He played for Toronto FC. He played for the Philadelphia Union. And if you remember correctly, Brett Maher was struggling with just hitting extra points last season in the playoffs against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and uh, they got rid of him, and they're going with Brandon Aubrey, who is a 28-year-old kicker who was really a soccer player but got converted into a kicker in the NFL, and that is who the Dallas Cowboys are going to try. If they get into a kicking game, which I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, honestly, uh, I don't think it's going to be fireworks right away on either side. The Dallas Cowboys have a new offensive coordinator. They have Mike McCarthy calling the plays. Like, I think there's going to be some three and outs. I think there's going to be some, uh, you know, early struggles. But I think they're going to move the ball enough to get into field goal range. And if it's a kicking match between Graham Gano and Brandon Aubrey, you, you take Graham Gano in that 10 times out of 10. 877-337-6666. Let's sneak a call in before we break and switch studios. Joel is in Poughkeepsie. What's up, Joel? You're on the fan. What's going on, Keith? How you doing, brother? I'm good. Thanks for checking in. Absolutely, absolutely. So let me just start by saying, despite the fact that you're a Cowboys fan, you're still my favorite host on this station. Um, yeah, yeah. That's my that's my main flaw. I meet people all the time. They're like, I love you on the fan, but sucks you're a Cowboys <laughs> fan. Like, uh, you know, your, your, your show's good, but I hate that you, you root for the Cowboys. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I can't be perfect. 
No, I think you're around my age. So most of the kids I grew up with, I'm 36. So most of the kids I grew up with were Cowboys fans. It was a hell of a time in the 90s, man. Watching the Super Bowl and you're learning about football. You want to be Troy Aikman and Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders. Not now. Uh, It hasn't been so great lately. Yeah, absolutely. And for some reason, I was watching Dave Brown and still decided to like the Giants for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, well, local ties. Um, Yeah, exactly. So... I just wanted to say I'm bringing my my son six years old, right? I know you, I know you just had a kid. Congratulations, by the way. Um, Thank you. And you're I'm bringing him to the game Sunday him. night. Yes. Awesome. Him Good dad. My, him and my my father-in-law is a diehard Cowboys fan. Um, so it's me, him, and my father-in-law, and um, I'm excited for it. You know, <laughs> that's, I'm not gonna. That's lie gonna to be an interesting car ride right. on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> And part of me is like, damn, I really hope he doesn't see something he likes, on, you know, with the Cowboys and decides to go that way. Um, you know, he says it sometimes to get under my skin. I'm like, hey, Dad, the Cowboys are the best. You know what I mean? <laughs> it drives me nuts. Nah, you got to put the um, put the put the blue on him. Make sure he's got Giants gear. Go in there and show him that. Hey, this is Giants Stadium. Look at all our fans. Root for the team. I think it's going to be a close game. And I think if it's a close game yeah. that comes down to a field goal or an interception or a fumble, uh, you know, I think the Giants are, are going to be right there with the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys are that much better than them, especially missing some of their starters. No, absolutely. And, you know, with those games, whether it's the Eagles, other than the playoff game, which was a complete disaster, but usually when it's, you know, those NFC East clashes, it's always a tight game. You know, right. they, it goes down to the wire. It's one, one or two, you know, a touchdown or a field goal that decides it. So, you know, I'm looking forward to him walking down those stairs into the into the stadium and seeing the bright lights and everything. I I didn't really get to experience that until I was a little bit older, so I'm excited that I could. Uh, and he just started, he actually just started playing flag football also. So Great. Good um, dad, man. You're going you're gonna to make his Sunday, and then he's going to be locked in for the whole season after seeing that. Absolutely, and hopefully it's a good good night for us. You know, we'll see we'll see what happens. But thank you, man. I appreciate you. I love listening to you. Um, again, congratulations on the baby. Thank you, Joel. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've put it out there that I'm not making my son a Dallas Cowboys fan. Nobody made me a Cowboys fan. I did that on my own watching TV. I'm not putting that evil on my son. No, I'm not putting that evil on him, Ricky Bobby. I'll let him choose. I'm I'm looking forward to that. When he's like five or six, we'll do a whole tour. 877-337-6666. It's going to be a football Saturday. I'll see you on the other side. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.